Welcome back to the muster for your Friday afternoon. Catching up with Chris Dillon, President of Federated Farmers here in the South, as we do every couple of weeks, catch up with the team from Feds. Uh, CD, how's things? Yeah, good things, Andy. Bit damp out at last away, I'd imagine. Yeah, we haven't had lots of rain, but it's just been rain every day. So, yeah, it's just a bit sticky on top. Yeah, I think Southlands, a province, has got a way better than when you see what Otago and Canterbury have had, talking record rainfalls for July. Uh, sounds a bit of a mess, to be honest. Oh, definitely, yeah. It was up in Dunedin on Tuesday, and there was, there was water, water running everywhere. Water running where water isn't designed to run. But um, that is the system. It is winter, I suppose, as well. Hey, Chris, um, foot and mouth, what's occurred in Bali and fragments being found in Aussie, um, has brought it to the forefront of New Zealand and our biosecurity and how things need to be tightened up at the borders. As far as feds go, um, are you quite comfortable with where New Zealand's sitting if something occurs? Uh, well, as comfortable as we can be, Andy, we... Um discussed it with the MPI and we know that what goes on at the border but there's always a chance that it could through so everyone always has to be vigilant. Chris are you talking to MPI more often than not at the moment just to see how the situation's unfolding even though there isn't a situation but just getting updates on what's going on? Yeah nationally we have a good close working relationship with MPI. Um, a couple of weeks back we met with some of the, the senior guys um, so, yeah, no, we, we keep in the loop and, and our staff in Wellington uh, work closely with them. Because it would just, we can't even really think about the consequences if this actually breaks out in the country, can we, if we're honest? No, the elimination strategy here when you have uh, wild animals involved becomes very difficult. So unless it was nipped in the bud instantly, um, it could take a hold very easily. Climate Change Commissioner Rod Carr came out last week um, and just... It was a big call, to be perfectly honest. It wasn't a popular call, especially with rural New Zealand, regarding um, no carbon no carbon credits should be obtained on farm, just for hedges, etc. Um, Rod Carr comes across as an individual who, very polarising at the very least. Yeah, no, it was, it was well done to both his rural radio shows for highlighting, highlighting that. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't sound like he's the right person to be leading something like that when you have such strong opinions of your own. Who do you think should be leading a climate change commission in your own opinion? I mean, Rod Carr, I think he's formerly of University of Canterbury. He's come out, He's when you when you hear him speak, he speaks in a precise manner, but is it just basically an agenda that he's driving? Well, it just seems that way. Um, the ETS has, has obviously got its flaws, and it's at the moment it, it allows for you to just plant to offset pollution. It's, it's not looking at... Um, ways of stopping the pollution and 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 that instead of large scale pine plantations, look at what you can do at agriculture to, to help sequest. It's just frustrating when you get these opinions coming through in the current environment, Chris, and it's ongoing. The things that are happening at the farm gate at the moment, if it's not one thing, it's the next. How, what's going to happen next week for Pete's sake? That's basically the agenda that farmers are getting. Are you finding farmers are getting more and more concerned when you're getting guys like Rod Carr speaking out like they are? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, farmers are very concerned when you've got people like that. It's uh, one agenda and not willing to... Uh, to listen to the research that's um, becoming available by the day. Local body elections are coming up, CD. Um, a great chance to have democracy at play, isn't it? Yeah, it might be the last of the democracy, the way things are going. But, <laughs> yeah, no, it's very important uh, 
we get good representation across both the district and regional councils. Uh, had a look this morning there. There's not too many nominations already. Uh, they close on 12th of August. So, uh, yeah, if, if you think there's someone out there that would be good at representing your uh, area on one of those councils, uh, yeah, have a yarn to them about it. Because that's something we can't understate as well, is it, Chris? It's just the fact of having local voices on there and everybody's got an opinion. Um, like you say, people who you think would be good to put on a council and put a point of view across, well, you know, more for it, really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe just a tap on the shoulder some people need to, um, to just step up, yeah. Uh, quite a few people going for councillors, well, not so much councillor in Southland, especially the mayor. I think like Southland District mayoralty race, I think there may be like six names or something like that. So for that, that's a good thing. Here in the Gore Council, I'm not sure if there's any challenges yet to Mayor Tracy Hicks, the incumbent, but um, there's certainly an opportunity for people if they want to get involved in local body politics. Um, this is your beckoning call, more or less. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, the next couple of weeks, yeah, definitely have a yarn to a few. And uh, you can check the updates on uh, on who's who's standing already. So, yeah, if there's, if there's concerns there, you need to get the right person nominated for the job. People that are going to go for these jobs as well, Chris, it's good to do your research and actually look up on these candidates. More often than not, these papers come through as like, who's this or what does he stand for? Never heard of him. Um, a bit of background on these guys, even for two minutes, just to get the gist of what they're about. Um, and more often than not, you may be surprised at the, cal- the calibre of a person that you're voting for. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, they've only got a short blurb to write, but it's not hard to, to check out sort of experience they've got. And uh, maybe just uh, passionate and coming from nowhere, well, that's, that's fine too. But you do have to, to realise the pitfalls of, uh, if you get it wrong. Hey, just finally, mate, coming up to the weekend for the Friday, and um, we've got much on for the... How's things looking on the farm anyway? It's a bit wet, but a bit of R&M at the moment, is it? Yeah, no, it was put the post driver on yesterday. Uh, last week's flood did a little bit of damage. Um, yeah, and uh, we few maintenance, the odd broken post around the place, so that'll fill in Friday. It's, it's good to be out there doing it with uh, no rain. It's quite pleasant, actually. Seven degrees in the mornings, even though there isn't a frost. It's one thing we can take at the moment. Hey, Chris, we'll let you go. Thanks for your time, as always. Uh, cheers, Andy. Chris Dillon there, Federated Farmers. Uh, we catch up with those guys every couple of weeks on the programme. Up next, from Beef and Lamb, we're catching up with Hannah Blakely. Mm-hmm.